defund spiders. You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for Black horror fans by Black horror fans. Spooky Squad, hello. Hello, Spooky Squad. That was a nice, tame... Hello. Not our usual... It's like you like to try some sing-songy Spooky Squad. Try. You do it very well. You have a very good uh, songbird voice. I do, I do little sound effects, but not, not this time. Yeah. We got to mix it up sometimes. We can't just give the people what they want. Yeah. You can't every time. This is, this is the work episode. (laughs) This is the work episode. Yeah. You know, like, sorry, I was just wearing my work hat. You had your logistic. We had a logistics meeting before the spooky squad. So now we're just. Like she's drinking her fucking coffee. I'm standing by a water cooler telling bad jokes. It's the whole nine yards. Yeah, we have a team meeting in five. So we're, this episode's gonna be pretty quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> so yeah, Fran from, from accounting. She's She's got a whole presentation on our annual budget and we're not fucking stoked. Yeah, but did you see someone left some bagels in the, in the break room? Oh, dude, Darren for his birthday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's like I fucking, I fucking hate Darren though. He's such a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit, but those are good bagels. I hate them. We're so ready to integrate <laughs> back in the office culture. <laughs> I'm not. I hope I never have to. <laughs> Same. I am oh. praying. How are you? How are you doing, Andrew? I'm good. Man. It was it was like in the seven it like upper seventies today. Dare I say eighties? Yeah. It was a good. We day. have we have the AC on right now because it actually was like legit <gasps> getting hot. Oh yeah, it is. It was a good day. Um, yeah. I accomplished nothing in like my work life, and I like got some writing done. It's it was a good day. Damn, you got some writing done. I know. Can you can you share with the class what it is, or is that like a secret? No, project? uh, just uh, some stand up stuff I'm trying, and I, right. Because yeah, everyone has to do that. <laughs> it's like, even if you're like, I'm an improv sketch person, I also have to begrudgingly do stand up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a good skill to be like able to do. Yeah, you know, it's like you get a decent five to just be able to pull out whenever. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's just my bit is talking about how people try to relate to you when you tell them you're a musician, but they pick like the weirdest things. <laughs> to try and resonate with you like hey i'm a musician they're like oh dude yeah i love making spotify playlists and you're like that is not the same but thank you for trying to relate to me jeffrey and then <laughs> i talk about how fucking ridiculous paper mache i go on a tangent about how stupid paper macheing is as a skill that you learn in school i mean it is pretty stupid and i mean and i again went to music school and i'm like <laughs> it's like so i know what aspect of the arts i can shit on paper mache not art paper mache i mean all i'm saying is i've never had to paper mache yeah you know like the fifth grade probably if you're driving down the street and you get a hole in your car are you trying to paper mache (laughs) that hole no like what if you did though like what if like (laughs) how absurd would that be if you saw someone on the side of the road with like a flat tire and they're trying to paper mache it First off, did you just have that on deck? Like, why do you have, like, all that newspaper and glue water? And goop? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like I'm very concerned with that person. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, like what's going on with your life? You want to talk? I actually would just like pull him aside and like, let's just like, sit down and have a chat. I want to know what's going on with you. I'd be worried though. Cause you'd pull him aside and then you'd sit down to have a chat, but you're like sitting on the trunk and then you hear banging from inside the trunk. You're like, I need to get out of this scene. I mm-hmm. cannot be here. Yeah. But how are you? <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing fine. I had a little bit of a stressful week, um, a mix of things. I decided to get off of Zoloft was not serving me anymore and <laughs> chose a really bad week to get off of it because I also had like a lot of stuff to do. We had like a lot of deadlines today from like the kind of contracting freelance job I have. So I was like, shit, like I was, I was, I panicked yesterday. It was rough, but I'm doing better today. I got a lot of stuff done that I needed to get done. And I was proud of myself that I did it without freaking out. But um, tomorrow I'm going to Andrew's home state, um, Wisconsin. I was really hoping you weren't going to say, and then we're just going to keep going and not acknowledge where you were going. Um, I mean, you've. You've said you're from Wisconsin a lot. Um, that's true. Yeah. Some would almost... say too much. <laughs> you act like you don't mention being from Maryland every other episode. Because I think that people like need to remember. They need to like understand like where I'm coming from. You really don't get it unless you just, you know, you know how like DC's struggling for statehood famously forever. That's where I'm coming from. And I need you to pick up on that. Yeah, I and the funny thing is, is like I go hard for DC until the statehood shit happens because I'm like, oh, I'm from Maryland. I'm like, we're RC. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to you and your family, but that's not my problem. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I support DC statehood. It's bullshit, dude. You know what? I also support your tweets. Where can I find them? You can find me on Twitter at Sneak. That's S-E-Y-N-I-Q-U-E. Where can we find you, Andrew? You can find me on Twitter at Andrew underscore on underscore drums. I should turn that into like a beat. Yeah, that'd be dope. Mm, Someday. (laughs) (laughs) You act like you're not a musician, though. You're like, "Mm, someday. (laughs) Maybe I'll learn. (laughs) I'll hire the right guy. I'm like, you (laughs) could just do it. Uh, well, if that doesn't just show how lazy I am, I don't know what does. Speaking of hiring people, though, someone better hire an exterminator <laughs> because we got a spider problem. Huh? What? That, I think that's the best Sneak segue I've heard yet. Well, you know, now I, I feel like I have to redeem myself. So I'm always like listening for like, like oh, here it is. Here it is. Go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> this week we are um oh shit yeah this is our last week of um ape shit april damn that was fast it flew by um, yeah it's the end of the month even this drops is literally the last day of um of april um remember to file your taxes they extended the date but it's may 15th i think so like file your taxes get that return you know anyway um, we watched Arachnophobia from 1990, directed, directed, directed by um, Frank Marshall. What else did he do? I can't wait hmm. to find out. Unless we're skipping over that. He's like a producer. So like, 
He definitely is one of those dudes who just has like a lot of money, but like doesn't uh, have that much. Like, like he he did he made dudes. movies, but not really great ones. Like, I think Arachnophobia is pretty fun, but he also made Congo, which is a terrible movie. Congo. An Eight Below with Disney with some dogs. Okay. What the fuck's this? Oh, Paul Walker was in it. Oh, rest in peace. But yeah, he's 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 like a he's a producer uh, here. See, there's the gag. I was looking at his director credits and I looked at the producer credits. I was like, oh, homeboy produced a lot. Oh, shit. Okay, I think he was connected with like DreamWorks or some shit because fuck, he like he produced. You want to hear what he produced? I was so fucking rich. He produced Raiders of the Lost Ark, Poltergeist, The Color Purple, Back to the Future, <laughs> like like money the money pit homeboys like living in a money pit um who framed roger rabbit shit yeah damn the success damn he's so rich that's what i want people to say when they wikipedia me at some point in the future they're just like i mean that's impressive that's a some impressive producer credits like he was (laughs) he produced some of the biggest movies in the past 30 years (laughs) what the fuck i've never heard of this dude damn how old is he 74 that dick is too old for me to suck. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have an eye limit. Okay, he directed Arachnophobia, which is also starring Jeff Daniels, Julian Stant- Sands, and John Goodman. Um, it's about this small town in California that becomes like the epicenter of uh, of this invasive species of Venezuelan venomous spiders, led by uh, a town the new town doctor who is afraid of spiders. And they have to. <laughs> it almost, town. it almost, in that description, it almost sounds comical. Like, the only one that can save them is a doctor that's afraid of spiders. Uh oh. <laughs> like, hilarity I mean, ensues kind. and death. I mean, it is pretty funny. Like, yeah, I know there's it so is, funny. <laughs> it is billed as like a horror comedy. And I was like, yeah, I definitely see this. You, you know? know what I like about this? Like, the, um, this movie, it's very simple. It's a very simple, straightforward story. And I think that's what makes it so enjoyable. It's not, too convoluted like yeah obviously it was like are they like you know playing it fast and loose with science of course i'm sure they are but for the most part the story is simple it's like, like spider gets to small town california same time doctor gets here he's afraid of spiders people start to die no one believes him then they find out he's right now they must kill the spiders it's very simple <laughs> it's simple but it's also I, I thought it was like a good I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was like yeah. a good, you know, good story, good storytelling. Like mm-hmm. it did enough of what it needed to do. Right. Like I cared about the doctor. I cared about the characters I saw that I oh, needed yeah. to care about. And, and I think it was just like a nice relief for us because mm-hmm. the last several movies we've watched was it would definitely appear on my notes. Why do I care about these people? Why yes. am I hearing about this story? None of this is pertinent. Right. Well, or, you know, they left enough out where you like in Deep Blue Sea with the two doctors that were clearly together, but you don't really get that till they die. <laughs> right. And just to clarify, when I say the story is simple, that's a compliment. I think that there is there is a lot to be said about just simple, straightforward storytelling. I think people sometimes like get a little bit too lost in the weeds and assume that in order for a movie to be good, the storytelling has to be complex and it has to have layers. It's like sometimes it can just be sh- straight and enjoyable. It doesn't have to be 
Yep. Less room for to fuck up, honestly, when you Yo, just exactly. keep it simple. <laughs> you know, if I'm having a grilled cheese and tomato soup, I don't want like like this the most artisanal bread with like 90 different cheeses flown over from France and like this crazy tomato pumpkin puree. I want fucking craft singles mm-hmm. between white bread and Campbell's tomato soup. And that is yes. amazing. It's it it does the job and you enjoy it and that's fine. And I think that arachnophobia is the craft singles grilled cheese and Campbell's tomato soup of movies. <laughs> <laughs> High praise, high praise. New tagline. (laughs) Uh, Shall we get into it? Let us get into it. Um, I should, before we start, I should say this is the scariest movie I've ever seen because I'm arachnophobic. So like I genuinely spent most of the movie like in my blanket. Like (laughs) It was, especially because you could tell for the most part, most of the spiders are real. So I'm like, oh God, oh God. Yes. Right. Like this, I was like, they're not like little animatronic doo-doo stupid spiders. You're like, oh, that looks so fake. It's like, no, these are real spiders crawling around. We were until it was clearly a fake spider and it was hilarious. Oh yeah, that was funny as <laughs> fuck. He's like shooting it like a fucking nail gun. It was like, hilarious. Whenever it flies and it's from its point of view and you see its little puppet like legs flailing, and you're like, come on now. And it also screeches, it's like, hey! I know. It's like, yeah, it's- I don't think spiders make that noise. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty sure spiders famously don't have vocal cords. Famously don't have vocal cords. <laughs> I don't know. Someone called Vinny. I bet you. I, I wanted to sound like Vinny just now. Like Vinny, like would say something like that, like because he knows. I don't fucking know. What yeah. I'm about. <laughs> I just oh man. Um, but our movie starts. We're in Venezuela with this entomologist who is um who is who's guiding along with like um a local a nature photographer named Jerry who is there to take photos of nature <laughs> and um you know they're like in they're in Venezuela and they're like um, you know he's going to take him to this place where he's going to see these like really exotic you know bugs and spiders and what have you for his photography um they managed to get to this one this like they're like deep in the jungle and there's this like huge spider web, which I mean, okay, maybe because I'm not an entomologist. My first thought isn't like, whoa. My first thought is like, how big is the spider that made this? Yeah, man. I, this isn't a house spider. This is like I, something crazy. It's shocking that they even got to that point because the photographer, I feel, is like most people where, you know, they the guy was like, Ooh, I don't want to, don't want to go to any of this crazy stuff. And the entomologist is like, no, no, we got to go find these spiders that have been undisturbed for maybe a millennia. And then, so (laughs) the, 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 you know, stereotypical native tour guide, um, who's a member of like the indigenous area Mm -hmm. and he stops and the photographer goes, why, why isn't he coming? It's like, Oh, he says he's, this is as far as he goes. Yeah. I would have stopped a mile back. Like before that point. <laughs> but also that's my first clue. Like if the locals and someone who's indigenous to this area knows like, nah, we don't fuck with those things. That's how our, that's how our, our, our tribe continues to thrive is that we don't fuck around with that thing. I'm like, Hey, maybe listen to this guy, you know, but you know, they're two white guys. One of them's oh, British yeah. on top of that. So the worst oh, kind of white. Yeah. So they don't, they're not listening to this poor Brown man. Who's just like, Nah, babe, I'm gonna stay here and wait by um the yeah. the helicopter. You can catch me later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they're looking at this. 
And I love to this photographer because he ends up in like that spider web, like, like not like he was caught in it. He just like kind of fell into it and just screaming like a child. I would too. No, Same, no shame yeah. to him, but it's just like, and the British guy, the entomologist is just very much like, what, like quit fucking around. Come on. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta spray for bugs. We have to kill these bugs. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, um, is that how is that how they do their like I, get their samples? They just I like, know nothing about it, but I also feel like but probably. I thought my premise was that I thought that was like something you know how like how you smoke bees. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what they were doing. I don't know. I didn't know, but, but it makes sense though because in house like when you see like those samples, they're like perfectly preserved. They're not like they're not like because when you smoke bees, they're not dead. They're just like you know neutralized or whatever. Like they'll come back to life. But like, how else would you have like the sample? I guess. It's not all like like squished. Like, That's like, true. You took a fly swat to it, and you're like, my, well, I was just thinking, you know, it's like <laughs> they're like, we want to like we're trying. The premise is they're there to find these new breed of spiders. So could mm-hmm. you imagine if like they're like, all right, well, let's kill them because there are definitely um, so many. But what if there were just like five fucking of those spiders left, and they right. killed them, <laughs> and they exactly. go, well, we discovered it. It's extinct now. <laughs> and this was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So when, while they're out there, they find these spiders that don't have any sex organs. And they're like, oh, like, you know, that means that they come from a hive, which is weird because spiders don't do that, um, which we learn later. But like, they also say like, oh, spiders don't typically do this. Um, but they don't realize that a spider has like, gotten in with their shit because they go back to their camp and it's it's said before the photographer would have been sick so he's in bed because he's sick with whatever he has and he gets bitten by the spider and dies um they end up sending his body back to his hometown in Kanaima, california not knowing that the spider is now in the coffin and question so when it arrived his body rise it's all dried out is that they said that's from the spider like yeah because like you know spiders like drink blood or they drain your blood well, that but that was the thing is like the spider oh. like well that's its nutrients right because they're like oh it's like a little vampire and because so the premise which we also find out later is that if it was a big enough spider in with the body for a long enough time it was possible that it could have been a spider mm. um i don't know enough about spiders what i do know is this all could have been avoided if the fucking entomologist did what I would have just done in his situation and say, I'm sorry to inform you that your family member has died. Also his entire corpse was eaten and we have nothing to send you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Postage is expensive. I have no idea what happened to him. It must've been a Panther. Um, I mean, it could have been, you're in Venezuela. It could have been anything like you're in the jungle. Um, yeah, it's wild. It was like not enough. There isn't enough like um, urgency from the morgue though when they find this body all dried out. I'm like, something fucked up happened to this man. Like it's not. Oh yeah, he's just like oh it's yeah, not normal the... decay. It's like he's like oh, mummified yeah. almost. Do you also like to? Because we get they you know they undo all the shit and when they're looking at the body, um, the spider pops out and then mm-hmm. we get like little scenes of you know in the fucking like morgue is a cat and a dog just playing around near just the dead r- bodies and then the <laughs> dog comes in 
through a doggy door. I'm like, why do you have this area just open to the like realistically anything that could crawl through there? But that's how the spider fucking crawls out. Well, you know, it's small town, Kanaima, California. Yeah. Like they just do things a bit different. They just... And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I guess. Um, this part's funny though. So we get to see like the spider on its journey. So yeah. it escapes the coffin and it gets like it's like just outside and like a crow picks it up because it's a crow. It's like, hmm, snack. It <laughs> spider, it yeah. And I guess it gets bitten and it just drops mid-flight, <laughs> just drops straight down, not like continues its trajectory and falls down like dead. Like it literally like it this this spider is so intense that like the laws of physics don't work that this bird that was in motion would not kind of glide down. It just like no. Yeah. (laughs) So it dies. And it dies outside of the barn of this house, which we learn belongs to the Jennings family. They just moved here from San Francisco. The dad Ross is going to be the new town doctor the current doctor is retiring or so he thinks um it's you know it's very this is such like a very like 90s this was very common in 80s in the 80s too this kind of like country mouse city mouse type story because mm-hmm. there like beverly hills no bet or something with like michael j fox like he moves uh it's like a weird kind of like slapsticky type of comedy where I'm pretty sure Beverly, uh, Michael J. Fox moves to a small town to be like the local vet in this like country town or something. But like, there's like there's a lot of movies from mm-hmm. this era of like, oh, like big town doctor, a big town so and so moves to small town, and it's like, uh oh, like you know, fish out of water story type thing. Yeah, it's it's cute. They do, again, they do, like, a really good job of just, like, painting the picture because they don't make him seem like an asshole, but you're definitely, like, you get that he's, like, he comes from that background where they're, like, it's, like, oh, goodbye, (laughs) goodbye, like, city, goodbye, crime, goodbye, culture, goodbye, friends, you're, like, okay, and then yeah. the the one like black guy is one of the movers. And then the, he's like, whoa, whoa, be careful with that. And he opens it to show him. It's like, it's this 170 some dollar bottle of wine. And the guy goes, how's it taste? He's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't make that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? So I'm like, you know, it's like nice, subtle humor. Like none yes. of this is like overt crazy mm-hmm. shit. And they do a good job of like, um, driving home the fact that they are like these city people but they're not unlikable like you said like they're like i can relate to them like yeah i could yeah they're just they're normal yeah. i guess but but they are clearly different from the people that they are, they're living this environment with um so we've we learned then that ross is afraid of spiders they find a spider in the house and he calls there's like some feminism he calls his wife to come take care of the spider um she's like you know it's bad luck to kill a spider in a new home and i'm like fuck that bitch, kill that spider. What do you mean? <laughs> that's, not, that's not true. I had the same thing when she, he was like, you just made that up, didn't you? I thought this, I was like, she did. Don't trust her. People who like spiders and who like, oh, I'll carry it outside. No, what the, what the hell? Kill it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if anyone listening here like loves spiders and like is like in, like into the environment and like they're gonna, someone's going to tell me like, you know, spiders kill like mosquitoes and and I get it. I don't care. I don't like them. They scare me so much. Yeah, man. Uh, that uh, how Are many? You mis- of how many? Uh, 
No, but I mean, like, I don't like them. I don't go out of my way to be near them. I feel like it's it's like Fear Factor, right? That fucking show where it's <laughs> like, am I afraid of like being in a tank of worms? No. Do I want to? Absolutely not. Like, if I see a spider, I am okay killing it. You know, like, I don't have to call someone to do it. But I'm not like... I don't know because I like to reserve saying like I'm afraid of that for like like my brother is like he will fucking break down if he sees a spider you know where yeah no I fully I don't I don't freak out as much as I used to I did used to have panic attacks like I used to fucking freak out now I'm just like oh like my god someone else come get it (laughs) but I I'm scared of them um since childhood I found I, I realized in adulthood why I think I'm afraid of them. I found this really big, ugly spider once in my favorite pair of little kids. And I was like four. My Aww. little itty bitty white shoe. I found I was like, I put my shoes on. I found it. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I don't think I ever wore the kid. And you and you don't even <laughs> live in like Arizona or Australia, no. let alone go into a Venezuelan rainforest. I don't get I don't get that shit. <laughs> Right. So I'm just like, oh my God, like they're just out there. And it just occurred to me after watching this fucking thing, I'm like, oh, I'm going to a cabin tomorrow. Oh man, yeah. Oh, and that area of Wisconsin, like brown recluse country. I'm fucking, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my God, bro. I was like, gonna be like, we can't go to Wisconsin. I was was gonna cancel the trip. We're not going. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, I'm not gonna fuck with that. Thankfully, I have my dog with me and he likes to, he likes to eat bugs. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Hendrix loves e-bugs. <laughs> he's just, he like plays with them. It's gross. He plays with the, he's gross. It's a weird dog. But um, yeah, so he's a, you know, wife comes and takes the spider and she takes him out. And we see the spider is out in the barn, which is very important because, um, well, later on, that is the spider that the Venezuelan spider is going to mate with. So he, she, she should have. Yeah, listen to isn't that crazy? Like, because listen they're... to your husband, woman, and kill that spider. <laughs> uh, a sneak hot take. <laughs> listen, woman. <laughs> Don't listen to your husband unless he tells you to kill a spider. Then you need to listen to him. <laughs> well, I mean, because it was like also a silly moment because you know they're in bed, uh, and he's and she's like, "I'm exhausted," and he goes, "Don't you know it's." bad luck not to make love the first night in the new house and she goes you're making that up aren't you and then it just kind of zooms out from them and then it goes to the barn and you see like two spiders like putting their like (laughs) like, clearly (laughs) fake spiders like wrapping their legs and i'm like don't do this to me i think this is unsettling it's romantic (laughs) <laughs> yeah you see there's just little small little pinot grigios next to them and oh, oh and also because he has a wine cellar that's also key yes it's very important he has like a golf like a or a full wine cellar um so so the so he's a new doctor in the town but he learns unfortunately that the doctor who was supposed to be retiring decided actually no i'm not retiring yet so He's I would have killed him because now he only has like, I, yeah, I would kill that old man. I would, like, I would just scared him. I would just like, well, it's like I, I, I didn't, I didn't move here to be like, for the sheer sexual thrill of having you know, life here next to this barn. Like, give me my fucking students. They, he should have signed some. He should have signed something. It's like I am moving here to take over your fucking practice. I don't but, care that you got cold feet 
and thought you're gonna die the second you lose your patience but but also like i love that this town has like so many monopolies it's like there's a one doctor there's no competition it's just him there's like one exterminator like yeah we'll call the town exterminator i'm like wow we only see the like late late stage capitalism (laughs) we only see the one cop Who's such a piece of shit. He's like what oh, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, he's not like he's the a more tame version of what I imagine cops, right? Because he's just like so smug and he's just like, well, yeah. I'm right. And you're definitely you're a big city Yale graduate. Like, yeah, I am more educated than you. I don't know what you want from me. What if actually the sheriff went to Harvard and that's why he's like, he's just you like know. you pump his asshole. He's like, yeah, he just he's just more like, oh, you're like my, you know, rivals. He's, he's like, I have he's like. <laughs> I have my undergrad from fucking Harvard and my JD from Stan- like Stanford. It's like, yeah, but are any of those Yale? Hmm. Didn't think so. I don't think so, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so uh, Ross only has one um, patient now. So it sucks. But he, we meet his first patient, who is a lovely woman. I actually really loved her. And I was so sad when she when she dies i know she was she is so like likable yeah and she just like goes to bat for him from the get-go it's just like mm-hmm. yeah this is like this guy doesn't know he she's like one of those it's like the current doctor doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground yeah she's like a fun like older lady because like she she's been taking this like um blood pressure medicine that what's his face the old doctor doctor the other doctor or whatever metcalf has been giving her and um ross is like actually you don't need to take this like you know this is unnecessary like he explains like her pressure is actually fine like you don't need to be taking this anymore and when she stops taking it she feels a lot better right (laughs) he's actually a good doctor and this guy is just like old-fashioned and old he's old (laughs) well yeah that's like even what he says i think it happens a little later but he's just like yeah you know i just trust science (laughs) Yeah, like he's like a legit doctor because the whole thing with Metcalf is that he like he also first came to town and didn't really like wasn't very popular. But then he threw a big party and it like he's a lot more obsessed with popularity and people liking him and actually being good at his job. Right. So then Margaret suggests like, oh, you should I'll throw you a party so that people can get to know you and then maybe you can get some patients. And I'm like, she's so wonderful. Like <laughs> this was her. like. And it was like clever because, you know, it didn't like bog down needing to be like, let's give everyone unnecessary backstory. It was just a nice way for the characters to pop in and be like, I'm the coach of the fucking high school football team. And it's like I where the we meet the parents of the photographer who died. Right. And it 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 moves the story forward. Like you're you're getting these characters, not just as like a fill in, but like it actually does yeah. play into what happens. And also it makes sense too. It's a small town. It oh, would make yeah. sense you probably like get to know some of the, the colorful like kind of characters that live in this town. Right. Like again, the, the, the art of like simple storytelling is that you end up actually having a really rich text because I kind of got an idea what Kanaima's like, like from yeah. in, from this like one little party she has. So she has like this lovely little like garden party thing. And like, I love, oh my God. I love when we meet the, um, the, the coach and his family and they're all just idiots. Oh yeah. (laughs) Where are you, what are you going to study in college? Gym. (laughs) 
or like what is what it's like oh it's like you know my my son is like the lead quarterback of like it's like for the broncos it's like i'm the coach there and she goes ah so nepotism and the wife goes oh no we're baptist it's like it's so good it was like lovely writing. Uh, like they're like funny. We have this other like couple. They're like stealing all the food and like you know, like, <laughs> you know it's just like little little stuff like that. It's like this is I like I like this town kind of like they're just very colorful. Um, but the party <laughs> ends and you know everyone's like oh this is great thank you Margaret. But later on she's by herself and we learn she's a widow too. I know that was like a because like this scene <laughs> happens and she she's just like chilling, getting ready for the night, and then grabs her like widow's portrait, and you're like, oh man, she's like, oh oh Lawrence, you would have had too much punch, and you would have been the life of the party, and she's like kisses the photo, I know. <laughs> like oh bless her, and like the spider is the this I like the uh, the tension that's built in the movie with the spiders because I mean it's easy to do because it's a oh, little, yeah. little itty bitty spider so you can do a lot of like um, there's a lot of uh, like kind of um, redirects at certain points of like oh, yeah. uh, like how she can get bit and the spider gets in and it's like in the the oh, lamp yeah. so she goes to turn the lamp off and then it bites her uh, oh yeah and that's another thing I don't know if we mentioned it that uh, mm-hmm. there are babies all of the babies oh yes so, babies have been have been so hatched they have been hatched they are and they, they ate are, their mom yeah yeah um, yeah a common spider slash person thing to happen um, <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding I did not eat my mom uh, nor did I we do not we do not make sure we don't endorse babies eating their parents yes please don't um <laughs> So, so if you're listening to this, put down, put down your mother. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you said, it was just so, so many easy, like Mr. X throughout the entire movie. So clever. Mm-hmm. It's uh, really clever. And yeah. just a nice string of very real tension because those were real spiders. <laughs> They're real spiders. I just, you know what, what gets me about spiders? Cause I'm not freaked out by other bugs really. Like something about the way they move. It's upsets me. It's something, it's just, it's somehow very unnatural, even though other bugs move not that differently, but I don't know if spiders, like maybe they do move differently. I just don't like them. And I would like them to stop defund spiders. <laughs> okay. How, how about that? They have too big a budget. <laughs> They have spiders have too big a budget. Okay. And this is why they terrorize us. Um, so, okay. So, so they end up finding Margaret because um, uh, Ross's wife is always calling. Um, what is the wife's name? Do you, did you catch it? Oh God, I forgot. It's Jay. No, I call her Mrs. Mrs. Jennings. I want to just keep calling her Ross's wife, but Mrs. Jennings is like, Hey, so um, I've been trying to call Margaret. She's not answering. Like, go over there and go check on her. So he does, and he finds her body there. And, um, you know, Sheriff and the doctor, Metcalf, show up. And Metcalf is like, it was a heart attack. And, you know, we find out that, you know, he's like, it couldn't have been. She was totally healthy. I told her to stop taking that medication. And Metcalf is like, oh, malpractice. See, you, you're, you killed a patient. And he's just like, and he's just like, no, like clearly it's and that's it's like most people that have a heart attack don't bite their tongue off she clearly had like 
this type it seemed like she had a seizure a seizure and it was like i want to i want an autopsy performed and he's like we do not do that here desecrating a body and he's like yeah for science and justice (laughs) like the fuck is wrong with you man question um so were autopsies like i I guess i could see like maybe at a, a time in history where autopsies were seen as very crass. Maybe. I don't know. It's just I guess because we live in the world we live in, where like autopsies yeah, seem like very I, routine. But like well, it's an autopsy. It's not even them just being like autopsy. It's like I need to sign off on this autopsy. I'm like, that just doesn't happen as practice. Okay. This is Yeah, the- <laughs> I just I guess I just assumed well, I know families typically will order an autopsy like if they're if they want to, like, if it is like, you know, a person just died. Like I imagine if I, you know, God forbid, if I just drop dead tomorrow, my family will probably order an autopsy. Cause it's like, what the hell happened? She's otherwise healthy person just died. Um, versus like someone who's ill or something, but right. it's just, it's interesting, but I, I guess that's the town and maybe the, the time period he's coming from is like autopsies are bad. Like, no. So he doesn't want to do an autopsy, um, at the funeral of, uh, Margaret, the coach comes by and he's like, Hey, come back to school. Like I've got, I got to, you know, I only heard you have no patience. So come out of school. I got tons of patience for you. Um, smash cut to him at the school and he's doing the cough <laughs> test on with no glove, by the way. I'm like, no glove? Go a, that's not professional. Go get fucking gloves. So you go grab everyone's fucking ball. Yeah, he's like, ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna expose my ignorance. I don't fully grasp what this test is because I'm not a I'm a I'm do not have a male genitalia. So I'm like, what I was honestly he, don't, the know. I don't know test. What exactly is that? I think you can tell if someone has a hernia if <laughs> because because I. I this might be wrong. I've had the test performed, obviously. <laughs> Don't particularly Did you not know, know what the they were testing for? Oh, man, at the tender age of whatever age. I don't remember the last time I had a physical. Maybe I should get on that. Um, you should, because I'm going to ask tender age. I thought this was a thing that they do. You should go see a doctor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I was like, when I was in, I, you know, they're in high school. Like, that was, that was yeah. some time ago. <laughs> um, don't need to say specific dates. Um but anyway, you can tell if you have a hernia, I think. Um, because when you cough, uh, your balls will be like, uh, and they'll move a little. <laughs> but if they don't, that means something's d- like disrupted or like there's some fucked up thing with oh, the connection. So but you want them to move. You want your balls to move, Sonique. Okay. Next time someone has their hand, their ungloved hands on your junk, make sure that your balls move. Also... Yeah, get, yes. these, are, these are kids. Go fucking put. See, I would be like this man. If 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 anything, he doesn't need to be called for malpractice. But there's some funny happening. He's over here just touching everybody's nuts. Well, also, this is unprofessional. Well, also on the teacher, he's just like, "Hey, stop by the gym." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, could you imagine that shit like happening now? I mean, obviously, significantly different time. But tr- think about it in today's like eyes. I think that's hilarious. It's like. Excuse me, sir, sir, where are you going? Oh, uh, I was invited by the, the gym teacher. It's like, well, you need to check in. No, no, I just have to go to the, uh, I'm going to perform some routine checkups. The hell you are? Who are you? Oh, well, I'm doctor. I might have left my credentials at home, actually. I don't have my, it's like, get the fuck out of here. 
not letting I'm you here to do the the ball test <laughs> on some boys, some teen boys. <laughs> like but I guess it's this funny scene. It's like it's, oh, it is it's funny because it's like, damn, that's like sad. But also, go get some, go get a glove. Like, just, yeah, we need to put some barrier, barrier, not just from cleanliness, but also just professionalism. It'd be like if you went to the gynecologist and they gave you a pap smear without the the sheet. It's like this feels wrong. You should have a sheet. Like, it's just this is a, little, this is a little too personal. I don't like it. Like, <laughs> give me the blanket on my legs, please. Um. Anyway. This is this is true. Like the no, go on. I was gonna be just well. No, because this is like a genuine thing. Like when you when you go to medical school, like as I have, um, (laughs) part of like part of the stuff you learn besides like the obvious like medical things is like kind of like the 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 professionalism that you have to maintain just to make things not weird. So it's like it's even like when a doctor talks to you about your genitals, they don't say like, and when you're you know vagina they say like the they talk about it in like a more like detached way because mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a little bit less weird than if they're like so you're telling me then that you know dentists learn to talk to you while their hands are inside of your mouth oh what no because <laughs> i was trying are you to- asking me genuinely no that didn't that fucking- that didn't land. Okay. Oh, Never mind. Was that a joke? Was that a joke, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, sorry. God, you know <laughs> well, now I'm going to do the super smart thing of needing to explain what I was trying to say. No, you know, because you're explain, saying, please, because you're saying that uh, med school teaches you how you need to act with your patients to maintain professionalism. Yeah. So then, mm-hmm. then, it would be easy to surmise that dentists who frequently will speak to you while they are inside of your mouth and you can't actually respond would have learned to do that and just not picked it up on the job. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, dentists are all narcissists. So that's why they talk to you while they're in your mouth. Cause like I have an, I have a captive audience i'm just gonna do my my, this, my stand-up bit and you this, can't you can't tell me to stop this <laughs> took a turn i feel like you were done dirty by a dentist and you do not like them no i think dentists are fine but i also think that they're not real doctors anyway <laughs> i kid doc, dentists are doctors all I'm saying is that if if I if you have a heart attack on a plane or like is a doctor in the house and you're like I'm a dentist no one's gonna be like yeah come take care of this they're like dude <laughs> have a seat like I can't wait someone else please I want to get my doctorate in music so I can do that one of my professors in grad school he just got his he defended his doctorate in fucking jazz piano and he was flying from New York back to San Francisco and someone had a heart attack on the plane <laughs> and oh, someone shit. someone did the line like is there a doctor on the plane and he's like andrew i almost stood up but i knew it wasn't the time or the place like, i read the room and, like, and you gotta appreciate it. that <laughs> this ain't it <laughs> yeah yeah no if someone was like is there a doctor in the house i would still stand up because i loved playing operation as a kid I would let that unfold. <laughs> I would like, like, I would not I like to be this. the person that had the heart attack, but I would love to be the person in the aisle seat next to them. I'd be like, what seems to be the problem? Like, oh yeah, he's dead. All right. He's 
got tennis elbow. <laughs> Looks like there's water on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Poke him and you're just like, eh, touch the sides. Is that Charlie horse? <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that happens and he like he's 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 uh sticks around and watch practice um we see a spider Dude. crawls into this one kid's fucking helmet that upset me so much <laughs> especially because this particular spider you're like is it gonna show up because it's in the bleachers you know mm-hmm. so we got so many like oh god it's gonna get this person just kidding it's gonna get that person just kidding it's going to go into the helmet i just don't want to live in a place where I need to check what I'm about to put on because there might be a spider in it. Granted, this isn't that town in normal circumstances, but it's a very real fear. Can I be honest? After that experience with my my kids, my little baby kids, I check my shoes. No, that's right. I don't cause... knock them or anything, but I, before I put a shoe on, I actually kind of do like to just take a little look. Like it's, it's become this like weird tick that I have. I think for the past 25 years, I just kind of like, take a look i don't clap them but i do scream and bang them against the wall (laughs) i do i spray them with raid before i put my shoes my feet are falling off (laughs) that stuff's corrosive anyway um it's not maybe it is i don't know but your kid puts it on his head they're about to do their down set hike hike whatever the fuck i don't know football they do the thing they're about to do the football (laughs) They want to play the football and he drops dead. He just out, right? <laughs> Dr. Jenny goes down and like grabs his nuts and is like, cough. <laughs> Dude, and he's dead, I, all right. There's <laughs> <laughs> some dead balls. He's dead, but he doesn't have a hernia. <laughs> it is a nice sub, like, like a layer in this is that we start seeing like ross's patients or like the people he just interacted with die so people are people are like ooh, like you know like he gets the, we find out they start calling him dr death and he's just like he's like no this fucker's healthy you have to do an autopsy you have to test for he's something. a teenager he's yeah. they're like oh it's another heart i mean he's hard. 17 year old boys athletes typically don't have a heart attacks <laughs> like, yeah usually <laughs> Like, usually doesn't happen every so often you have a terrible story of like a i actually went to a, a, a school with a kid in middle school who died like that he's playing football just like we were like he's like 12 13 and he died from just like Jesus. i guess he might have had an underlying heart condition they didn't know about and he just died which is like but the point is it was a freak thing to happen like teenagers don't just die like this right <laughs> fucking metcalf though it's just like mm-hmm. yeah this guy I I really I just was watching this like I hope Metcalf gets his comeuppance. Yeah, I was like Metcalf needs to go. He needs to go. So <laughs> yeah, so he dies, and uh, Ross is like, you know, you well, know, it helps. He, that... he has he has his bad reputation at this point. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, it's just like so Metcalf, but it helps that the wife saw the spider. Yes, know? right. Because Metcalf because it was in his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> was in his fucking shoe. Metcalf is um yeah he was almost like uh his treadmill while talking to his wife and the wife is forgiving she's like well maybe you know you know Dr. you know uh Jennings you know he's just a young guy like give him a break you're being too hard on this guy and he's like no so he's like doing his treadmill <laughs> shit and then he gets bit by a spider which the wife sees crawl away 
and then he fucking eats it and he's like call jennings yeah i'm like yeah <laughs> how the you. mighty have fucking fallen well well and do you like well. like the corner shows up and even the corner's just like a dick you know he's just like he clearly overexerted himself it's like well if you see on his toe this is a bite maybe something fucking happened well that there's only been one spot at fatality in my entire career and it was a black widow and it was a one-year-old and you're a piece of shit <laughs> and you're just like when did, <laughs> your 20-year career cool so that means you were in med school 20 years ago maybe some things have changed yeah, maybe there's just more spiders in this town now. Right. Yeah, about that. And he's also also your coroner, like, don't you love to don't you love this kind of shit? Don't you love to order like autopsies and like figure out the right? manner of death? That's your job. Like, why are you so like literally? Uh, I know it could just be anything. Like, no, if I was a coroner, I'd be like, I would be ordering so many autopsies like every day, constantly. You'd be alive. I'd be like, let's order an autopsy. <laughs> I have so much fun. Like I want to know. <laughs> I'd have so much fun. So many pending lawsuits, but so much fun. But it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Like <laughs> the Ross... memories you make. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but like Ross is, you know, Ross goes. I need you to do every fucking report. He literally says the whole nine yards, and he's like, "All right, fine." And then you know, like later. <laughs> later he calls ross the corner calls ross and he's like all right hot shot metcalf had trace amounts of some unknown toss like toxic substance in his bloodstream i'm like hot shot you mean a competent medical professional like what what is this like high school beef you have with this doctor yeah it's so funny that everyone that Ross, uh, that Dr. Jennings interacts with just like has some weird like vendetta against him, especially since like, again, he's not an asshole. He's he's never presented as like know-it-all hotshot big city. Like these, all these, all these people have like a lot of insecurities about people. You know what they are? They're like everyone, I hate to say it. And I'm like, everyone who doesn't live in Chicago, they don't like, like hate Chicago. And it's like, we don't think about you. I have no opinion of you. Honestly. <laughs> I've never been to your town. I don't know what you're, maybe it's lovely down there, but it's like, whenever you go on like the Chicago subreddit and it's like so much hate from Chicagoans and it's like, we literally don't care. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I hurt, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings, but I'm not thinking about your town because it doesn't have two Jimmy Johns across the street. Yeah. If, if there isn't, if there aren't five Duncans within a one block radius, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't have a wealth of culture. Like I do. I saw a man who may or may not have been on drugs yesterday, dancing in the street. I got a free dance recital. Yeah. How many dance recitals y'all getting? How many dance recitals do you get in small town Illinois? Zero. I got one from just out my window. Yeah, I'm I'm serenaded by choruses of drunk people every night from midnight to four in the morning. Every night, you know how often I get to hear drunk white people sing "Sweet Caroline." That's like live theater. Like you don't have and that. Okay? It's live theater, and it's very. It's they're just displaying their culture. Yes, like the cultural exchange is magnificent. Um, 
You you haven't lived until you've seen a white person throwing up 500 PBRs outside of Wrigley Field. You know what that is? It's performance art. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. So, yeah. So, um, who's Chris? Okay. Right. So this is when Ross calls. He calls um, the etymologist to be like, listen, guy, people are dropping like flies from spiders. <laughs> spiders <eat them>. um, <laughs> people are dropping like flies in this town. And we think it's a fucking spider. Okay. I don't have anything against spiders, which you sort of say, but I'm like, but you do. <laughs> you, <Yeah>. do. <laughs> yeah. it, you do have a bias. You like, I think there's spiders going on here. Uh, but the, I think, there, is like, I think there are spiders going on here. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, I'm a writer. I think there's spiders going around here. And uh, etymologist is like, okay, fine. He's like, baby, listen, like spiders are not like that. Like I love spiders. I know everything about them. They don't act like this, but you know, I'll send my little, I'll send my, my intern. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send my intern to you. You can check it out. He can see what's going on. And then like, I bet you it's nothing. Um, So uh, Ross is, manages to get uh, the order from the coroner to exhume the bodies, which, okay, this is one time when people are upset that I'm like, I get it. Like exhuming body, that is, it's a rough thing. If you have a family member who dies and they're like, we have to, they have to be exhumed. It's like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. fucked up, but like it has to be done. Um, it, it confirms the suspicions that yes, they have been bitten by spiders. So like this, this is happening. Um, so the intern gets there and um, they go to, to Dr. Metcalf's house. Oh, before this, we found out why Ross is afraid of spiders. Oh, yeah. His very vivid memory is like a two-year-old with some fucking spider crawling into his crib or something. Mm -hmm. And he was like paralyzed by fear, which happens again when they do find a spider and the intern is like, hey, bro, like you need to like, you need to move closer to it and then it'll, it'll move and I can get it, right? But he's like, He's fully paralyzed, oh, like yeah. fully panicked. I'm like, I boy, I know that feeling. He's like, no. The guy's like, it's okay. Like you have, you have stuff in you, your brain. You like, have neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters. I was like, you got stuff in your brain. <laughs> you got, you got that gray matter. You got some shit in your brain, bro. It's gonna make you go. <laughs> Can you imagine? I used to want to be like a teacher. I, it's good that I could see that. No, I think you'd be a good like if you taught like improv or like comedy shit. Like if it wasn't in a very serious academic sense, I think you'd thrive. I think you could do it. Do you just call me a clown? Yeah. Fair. I did, uh, was that not <laughs> obvious? Sorry. I, mean, I do comedy. We're all clowns. <laughs> I'm, a fucking, I'm a fucking jester. Dude, I mean? Also, <laughs> I don't know why this popped in my head because I just like looked at my notes for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's a good movie when you only have to periodically glance down at your notes. Um, but we also get John, like we have gotten before this, well before this, we get John Goodman as the exterminator. And what yeah. a character. He's I love so John Goodman. And his fucking, Do you love John Goodman? I do. Oh, he's so great. And his like the theme for him, like his character. This is just so jovial. But mm-hmm. one, I guess the only thing that would be relevant is because in the wine cellar, they thought they had termites, so they mm-hmm. call him, and he's just like, "You, you don't got termites, you got bad wood." Well, what do we do? Take out the bad wood, get good wood, put in the good wood. It's like, all right, John Goodman. 
Nice. But that does kind of come into play having bad wood later. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, yeah, John Goodman just it thrills me. I also like, I hate to say it because Roseanne, you know, bar is terrible, but I do, I did love Roseanne growing up. And like, I love Dan Connor, like with a passion that whenever I see John Goodman, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> I just squeal. I'm just so excited. Um, and you can tell he's having so much fun in this role too. Like he's really <laughs> just going for it. Um, yeah. So, um, so they find, they find the spider and, um, oh uh, yes, because, uh, the, the, the intern mentions like that he found a new species, the entomologist. And they realize now, like the guy who died was coming from Venezuela, knows the entomologist. It had yeah. to have come with him. So now, um, now the entomologist is like, I'll be there tomorrow. Like that, like, this is, my, this is my problem now. Cause I did this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I might be culpable. And yeah. Then- cause, cause they're like, um, this thing can like, it can disperse like these spiders. Like yeah. this species can be very bad. This yeah, isn't just like, you we know. We got like, like pandemic of the spiders. Cause he's just like, yeah. That's like the no sex organ thing comes into play because they're like, oh, these don't have them either. It's like, oh, shit. Like, so whatever came here. I also love that they called it this. They called the spider that made it the general. Because mm-hmm, like, were... these are soldiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they refer it to that legitimately in credits and in the movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, the general. So it's like this male can breed. And then it's like, so that means it made a queen. But now it's like it's going to have another nest. And when they like fucking explode out of the egg sack they'll be able to reproduce and then they'll just go from like town to town until they decimate the world basically it's 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 not a good time um so uh so they okay so like they're drawing out oh you know before this though we get i love this scene with um the coach's house that part was really scary. Like with that the, his teen daughter is like showering and there's like a spider. You can see it like it's silhouette. On yeah. Like the, um, the shower curtain. That was great. I would, I would, she handled that well. I, would, I don't know what I would do if there was like something, a spider that could like cover my foot on my foot while I was in the shower. Cause I'd be like, man, I'm either getting bit by this thing, getting fucked up or I'm going to slip and like, smack my head on something in the shower it's just nothing's going to be good for me in this situation yeah have you ever fallen in the shower i have not have Have you yeah it was i'm lucky it didn't wasn't worse guy i fell down i fell like out of the shower one time and i hit my shoulder on the sink and i'm like lucky i hit my shoulder i didn't hit my head on the sink because i would have really bad how old are you this was like last year this was recent Oh, I fell out of the shower and like I pulled like everything down on me, so it was really embarrassing. Oh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> dangerous. It's dangerous. Be careful in the shower, y'all. It's easy to slip. Um, <laughs> you could die. You you know, the most dangerous places in your home is your kitchen and your bathroom. So next, <laughs> the next Christmas, Evan goes up to you. It's like here you go, babe, and then you're like a, a life alert thanks he joked that well over share he we were both in the bathroom so <laughs> he laughed at me but it was funny because i felt out of yeah the that's, a, that's a hilarious thing it was pretty hilarious considering i didn't die okay um also if i had died that way it would have been kind of funny too i understand if my friends had laughed at me dying from falling out of the shower it's funny okay 
So, but she's fine, whatever. But, oh, they, they map, they figure out, oh, they're like, we need to find the nest. And they map out where they found the spider. So, like, you know, there's one, the, the coach's house, and then where uh, Margaret died, and then where the other dude died. And it's the center is his house. Yeah. Because like, oh, the center is this house. And he's like, oh, he's like, this is my house. It's fucking Dr. Jennings' house. So he's like, fuck, we need to go. He's like, go to my house. My family's there. Like, this is not good. Right. So Dude, um, this is where shit starts. They get going to crazy. the barn. Yes. Cause they get to the fucking barn and um, the entomologist goes up there and he's like, being all entomology <laughs> because he's like, we saw him do a trick earlier where he's like he like hit the the nest, I mean the the web little thing, and it makes a spider come out. So he's like, "It's time for dinner," and he does it, but the spider jumps and fucks him up with the p- little puppet things, like with its weird fake spider screech. Yeah, he's like, ah, hey! <laughs> <laughs> that's on him. Yeah, that guy and got fucked dead. up. <laughs> he got so fucked up. Um. So, uh, but they don't know that yet. So they're they're going to the house. So they're like, um, no, I think who finds who they find, finds the entomologist? Uh, John Goodman. Oh right, yeah, the exterminator finds him. But like while he's out there, the they're going into the house to get the family. And as they're going, now all the Dude, spiders are like from eh. everywhere. Oh, my like these itching. things, they are thinking and they they're are thinking. cornering them. Yes, to get them into like. And then part of me, because, you know, it's like these spiders are pretty quick to like just jump and bite people. And they're just I'm like they're fucking with them because they end up getting to like an upstairs bathroom and then they get out except for Ross. And they're just like lowering themselves onto him and just fucking with him. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, just kill him. Put him out of his misery. But then he like gets out of the ba- the bathroom and he falls over a banister <laughs> And falls through his fucking first floor, falls through the floor into the wine cellar because of that bad wood. Bad wood. <laughs> it just needed enough force for like someone just to fall through. Yeah, like... <laughs> this house is so ghetto. Um, so he like falls through. His family managed to get out though. They got out the bathroom window. And um, so he's he's down there. And this is the spider's second nest because there's the first nest, which is in yeah. the <clears throat> that's in the barn. This is the second nest in the basement, and he's like, it's guarded by the queen and the general. So he's like, fuck. So he's trying like there's a whole scene where he's like battling them. Like he's got and it's, it's so, so funny, silly. It's <laughs> so silly, but in in a good way, silly in a good way. Because like, oh yeah, he's like, uh, what does he have? He has like he's using like wine bottles and shit to like yeah he's, him. he's got his like nail gun. That he I don't remember her. how the queen dies because he fucks up the queen, right? Yeah, and then, I think. And then it's the um, general. Mm-hmm. And all I remember is like the thing is like he's trapped under some debris, and then he's picking up the wine, and the general is like coming down, and he just fucking bats it <laughs> like <laughs> wiffle bump. <laughs> and then he's just throwing bottles at him and he like pulls up the one he's like not the chateau and pulls a different one that was wonderful i was like yes i love it um but yeah he manages to kill the the general by like um oh he because he makes like a uh what's this called he like catapults it 
Well, yeah, and, but no, he, has, he, he does has, like, a flamethrower with flame, an aerosol flame can. Thor. Yeah, that's what he makes a flamethrower. So he manages like catapult it. He like lights it on fire. It tries to jump out of the it fire jumps and he shoots. Flaming, this flaming spider that and makes a screeching. trail of flames. <laughs> <laughs> that's still screeching. And he like, um, he shoots it with a nail gun and it goes flying into the egg sack <laughs> and it lights that <laughs> It's so silly. It's It's the most intense I think I've ever watched a man fight an animatronic (laughs) puppet spider. That's not, you know, like feet tall. It's like, it's like a fucking foot, like square foot spider. Yeah, it's, but it's delightful. And I mean, (laughs) the, 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 the joy in this is the way that Jeff Daniels commits to the bit. So that's why he's so fun. Committed. (laughs) He's fucking beating the shit out of spiders. Um, so he gets out of the house and it tur- and it's basically the exterminator <clears throat> has killed most of the spiders and they're also just dying because they had said that they have a short um, lifespan because they're also like and they, don't, they can't reproduce so like they're dying so you know they they did it they saved the they saved the town by killing all these spiders um, we cut to we're back in San Francisco and they're like you know what country life was not for us you're like talking about you know this is so much better like you don't have to worry about spiders and you know all the the danger is out in the <laughs> country <laughs> they're drinking wine <laughs> there's an earthquake <laughs> yeah you know people are so quick to make fun of the midwest like oh y'all fucking winners are crazy and i was like you have earthquakes the earth the earth decides to say no i don't want to be in this place anymore i'm going to move this way <laughs> <laughs> That is ten thousand times scarier than it snowed or it is ice. Yeah, I can I can stay in for a day. Yeah, I'm not safe in my house if there's an earthquake. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, this is weird. I'm looking at the Wikipedia because I use that as a guide, and it just says deciding that they missed their old life, the Jennings family returns to San Francisco, and then it ends. And like, and then there's an earthquake. Like that's an important yeah. final like punchline like and there's an earthquake so no, no place is safe nature's everywhere yeah it's, if it's not a venezuelan spider it's literally the ground underneath your feet but i feel like yeah. this would be even more unsafe if it were a black movie nice the sound very good thank, thank you, you so yes um i, I tried um, I- so i thought about this a lot when i was watching this movie like how would it be different it would make the family black keep the fan the rest of the town white because there's some black people but it seems like it's a mostly white small town in california like northern california um make family black which would explain why the the town is like less the, the keen, otherness mm-hmm, less keen on the black doctor it reminds me of this french movie i watched i don't remember what it's called I wish I could, but it's based off of a true story. The person who made the movie is based off of his life. And he's, um, his family is from Cameroon, I think, or a Francophone African country. And um, they moved to France and the, it's like the sixties or seventies. And his father, who's this African man becomes the town doctor in the very small French town where people have never seen black people before. And it's about like, they're the town, like, you know, the racism they experience, but also eventually the town accepting them. And I thought, like, it immediately made me think about that. And I'm like, it would be that, hmm. literally. But American. 
and what's nice that's that's actually very (laughs) practical mine was just stupid like if the if the what's his face the nature photographer was black he's like yeah i'm not going down there like see ya and then the movie just wouldn't happen (laughs) but i do do like yours nature are there are there black nature photographers probably oh i mean definitely but yeah yeah you know I feel like yeah. they're more intelligent nature photographers. We're going to go deep in this bear pit. Nah, I'm good. I, 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 gotta, I have a good idea what it looks like. I don't really need to take a picture of it. I have a really good zoom lens. I'm going to be a couple miles back. <laughs> like like really good. Yeah. <laughs> CSI. I do like it though. Like if everything else was the same in the family was because then that's I, I think as it stands is pretty good. Like it would just be, mm-hmm. it would just add, like you said, another layer of like the outsiders coming mm-hmm. in. Do you think that this plot, like with white people, does it, do you think it still works for today? Like, but I guess like there, I guess because the demographic is demographics in this country have changed a lot that like not that many people live out in the country, like some people live like in, in urban sprawl and like sub- suburbs or like the, um, what is the other thing called? There's suburbs and then there's like outer burbs or something that like, like the sub suburbs, which are, is just bizarre and just kind of what this country looks like now. It's just, you know, little boxes made out of ticky tacky, but it's oh. like realizing that there is something missing in that, um, in that story when it's updated because they're just really, I don't think there really is that dichotomy as much. Or am I wrong? I guess, I mean, there's still conservative small town America, so I guess maybe. I think you could play with a lot of things, you know, like if you really wanted to play on like the mistrust of the locals for the like new person coming in. So, you know, obviously if you maintained like the movie as it stood and it was Mm. like a black family with the black doctor, obviously, but also like, you know, a lot of these people seemed pretty proper and to do, you know, like, like throwing this like extravagant garden party like these are the types mm-hmm. of people but if they yeah, were not like bumpkins yeah if they were bumpkins though like it's like i just don't trust you because like science or like the modern or the new that's like a whole other thing or it could be like it could even be if it was you know even if it was like this not like the city but like say you know i was think- like think of even like chicago right if it was you you go into this community like if you're mm-hmm. just this outsider in like the southern communities especially if now if it was like so you know obviously a lot of people of color but if the doctor was still white it's like yo we just don't like we don't trust medical professionals because you've historically fucked us over so mm-hmm. yeah especially especially with the racial component but like you said the different communities in chicago can be very tight-knit like certain neighborhoods are just very like the people there are people who've been living there their whole lives. Like it, it genuinely is like in a weird way, almost a small town, you know, like Jenny, like generally people don't move to like, I feel that way about like, like little village for instance, like where it just feels like there's a very strong neighborhood identity to the point that it almost feels like it's its own thing. That's not necessarily like, I mean, there's gentrifiers of course, but for the most part, it feels like this is a, a a neighborhood that has very strong roots and very like strong a strong culture you know yeah i could see that 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 working out like you said like an outsider 
So I think that would be the most uh, interesting thing to play with if it was redone. Mm, I like that. I like that. Damn, that was a fun movie. That was a fun movie. Yeah, I'm happy we watched that. I was very scared, <laughs> but in a fun <laughs> way. I, la- I, la- I laughed a lot. I, I screamed a lot. <laughs> I held on to my dog. Oh, <laughs> the Hendrix. Like, Hendrix, eat the spiders. <laughs> Is he just, like, running into the TV trying to eat the spiders? No, he just was looking at me like, bitch, relax. <laughs> They're not real. It's a movie. <laughs> But you're like, they are, though. <laughs> it's very practical. Well, it's funny because I think Hendrix actually does understand, like, he never reacts to dogs barking on television. Oh, so you got a smart dog. But he reacts to dogs barking in the neighborhood. But he, I think he, like, knows. He's like, those aren't real. <laughs> Aw. He's like, this, this is a simulation. They're not real. <laughs> I can hear <laughs> I can hear the airways. It's not pure. <laughs> like, the am purist. I know that's not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that little boy! Stupid. I know he's a he's a sweetie. He's going to he's gonna see a. I say like he's gonna see a lake. We've never actually taken him to the lake here. Oh, so he's gonna, he's see, gonna, a gonna lake. see a lake. Yeah, there's like a massive one. Has he has he swam away. before? No, but when he used to go to daycare, um, in the before times. Uh, before we were living at home, we were staying at home. So we're like, there's no point in wasting the money. He loved the baby pool at his daycare. And Aww. he would come home wet every day and he smelled so bad. And the people there were just like, yeah, he just loves the, the baby pool. If you don't, if you don't send, if you don't send me any pictures of Hendrix swimming, I will take it as a slight against our friendship. I don't know if he'll swim, but he might like, he might dip his little, his little pieces in there. He might, he might check it out. Or I also imagine he's, cause he's never seen a big body of water. He might just stand on the shore and just bark. <laughs> Until that water moves. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what does it mean? <laughs> All right. Well, do you, uh, no, we're not there yet. Next month, y'all. Um, it's May. Next month's theme is May Day, right? SOS. Uh-oh. It's the end of the world. <laughs> May Day, May. May Day, May Day. We're working on it. But it's the yeah. end of the world. May. So we're, we're doing movies like zombie movies. We're doing shit, apocalyptic horror. And we're starting the month off with I Am Legend, starring my husband, but he doesn't know it yet, Will Smith. He don't know it yet. They like entanglements in that family, so <laughs> they like me. <laughs> you know, one can dream. Yes, a girl can dream. Um, we've got some fun stuff lined up for next month with this theme, some guests. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug before we start? Um, no. Not I'm, but I am working on things, so there should be stuff hopefully soon. Yes, we can't wait to see you do stand up. Oh yeah, thank God. Yeah, we all want to see that. <laughs> Everyone wants to see it. Trust me. Yeah. Um, for what me, about you? Yes, if you like Degrassi, come on over to Everybody Wants Something. It's my Degrassi podcast. We just started this this week. Would have dropped our first episode for Next Generation. Um, Emma, Manny, and them. We're starting there. So if you're into Degrassi and you're into this that particular generation of Degrassi, hop on over to that podcast. Give it a listen. 
Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, any parting words, any words of advice to our listeners? Yo, man. <laughs> to all you women out there that are tougher than your man, <laughs> saving spiders, <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, whatever, uh, however you identify, kill every spider you see. Every spider. Go full scorched earth. <laughs> Be there, no survivors. <laughs> Leave a body for their <laughs> their loved ones as a warning. That's what I do. This is just singular dead daddy long leg on your coffee table. It's like they know. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do it and then I beat my chest so they know they know who's the out who's the apex, apex predator. predator. Apex predator. <laughs> okay. And then my dog looks at me like, okay, like I have. Pause and you don't. So I know you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna go bark at this water real quick, but then we have to talk. <laughs> Bye, Spooky Squad. <laughs> Goodbye, Spooky Squad. Bye.